0: Hello, hello, hello. Happy Sunday. I hope everyone had a good weekend and we all made it to church this morning. I am super excited about this week's devotional. I figured that given that Thanksgiving is this Thursday, I thought it'd be fitting for us to shift our focus to giving thanks to the Lord our God, as we should. You know, in truth, we should be giving thanks every day for this wonderful life and the graces God has bestowed upon us. But we're human and sometimes we get so caught up in our lives and our routines and our responsibilities that we forget to pause, reflect on the goodness of God, pray and give thanks. So I'm excited for this week's devotional because it'll challenge us all to reflect on the year that we've had, the good and the bad. And I know the thought of allowing a painful events to resurface may be a bit intimidating, trust me, I know, but I promise there is goodness and tribulations that you may have undergone this year. So I encourage you to take the time to truly reflect on the year that you've had and try to pinpoint the moments when you recognize that God was at work in your life. And try to remember that God makes all things new. He can create something beautiful out of whatever it was that broke you. So take courage, my loves, because his purpose for you is great. So I pulled scriptures out of the book of Genesis, and they're both from the story of Joseph. The first is Genesis chapter 41, verses 51 through 52. And the second is Genesis chapter 50, verses 19 to 21. And let's get right into it. So I chose the story of Joseph out of the book of Genesis for this week's devotional because I was led to it last week in prayer. For context, I had been feeling the weight of spiritual warfare immensely last week, and everything that could have gone wrong on Thursday went wrong. (laughs) By the time I finally made it home for the day, I couldn't get myself out of my car. So I sat in my driveway and I spoke to God instead. I poured out all of what I had been trying to keep at bay for months. Pain, anger, resentment, betrayal, frustration, despair, and a whole lot of tears. I couldn't escape the painful truth that God had revealed to me through other people that I've never met before in my life. Seven months ago, God told me to be still. And so I was three months into the stillness and silence. He told me to hang on just a little longer. So I did. Two months after that in September, a young woman whom I've never met before in my life got into contact with me and revealed some rather painful truths to me. Deceit, lies, manipulation. It's a painful battle, you know, having to fight against your flesh that wants justice so badly when the Spirit is encouraging you to pray for those that have wronged you. It's challenging. Forgiveness isn't easy, and choosing to continue to love those that have brought you pain is even more challenging. I sat in silence for a while in my driveway after prayer and I heard God say that sometimes painful events are allowed to occur in your life because it's the only thing that will force you to move out of your complacency and sin, and that was convicting. Then I was reminded of a dream I had about eight or nine months ago that was essentially a premonition of the events that would later occur in my life that have since come to pass in April. He was speaking to me, and he later led me to the story of Joseph, which I later read that evening. It was through the story of Joseph that I received my confirmation of several things. One, my decision to remain silent in an effort to not shame or bring dishonor to that who has hurt me was echoed by Joseph remaining silent at the wrongdoings his brothers brought upon him. Two, God reminded me of my dream I had months ago that has since come to pass, as Joseph's had, prior to his separation from his family. Three, God was confirming that he was using my situation for something greater, which has been evident since that painful event. And four, he was urging me to continue to pray for the strength to truly forgive with my heart and choose to love, and that if paths shall ever cross again, that I will extend kindness, love, mercy, and grace, just as Joseph had with his brothers. You know, I know the God... That we have is great and i know that he has wonderful plans for us and i thank him for filling me with the peace that i've been searching for my entire life and if any of you are struggling right now with anything if you've had a hard year bring it to god surrender it at his feet and thank him because a lot of the time that means you have favor with him so it is rather peculiar isn't it how we tend to focus on what we lack rather than living in a state of gratitude In times of desperation, many of us fall to our knees before God, begging him to intervene on our behalf and work a miracle for us. And oftentimes, when we're in a state of despair, true despair, we find ways to devote time to God in prayer, and our time spent in the word improves significantly. And that's because when we're desperate, we'll do just about anything, including pushing aside the things we previously used as an excuse of being too busy to pray. So, it's interesting how true pain can weaken even the strongest of people and push them to seek their father. But what's more interesting is witnessing the fervency in prayer gradually decrease in the person that was once broken, but is now healed and made new. So, why is it that we begin to distance ourselves upon receiving the answers to our prayers? And while I don't encourage it, I can understand why an individual would create a gap between them and God if they felt their prayers weren't answered. However, for those of us that have felt the presence of God and witnessed how he's worked in our life, but unintentionally created distance from God, my only question is why? He wishes to hear from us even on our good days, not just the bad. And this is something that I've been guilty of in the past, and I'm actively trying to maintain the same fervency in prayer I had when I went through a heartbreak. I think back on the days when I was engulfed by pain and didn't have the strength or the motivation to get out of bed. But I still did, every single day, And it wasn't by my willpower that I got out of bed and followed a routine on a daily basis. It was God who carried me every step of the way. I think of how even in my darkest moments, I always had a glimmer of hope and was continually being kept warm by the peace of Christ. I have peace, true peace today because of God. I personally know how it feels to be completely taken for granted by a loved one. And it is devastating. It truly is. And I can't handle the thought of possibly making God feel the same way that I did. Ladies, I cannot stress this enough. Do not allow a painful event to overshadow all the good that is in your life. I know that we tend to focus on the things that go wrong in our lives, but this week, try to look at your life as a whole and make it a habit of jotting down at least five things you're grateful for every day this week. You know, and while we can absolutely acknowledge that certain events that we've had to endure this year have been less than pleasant... We can also acknowledge that great things have also taken place after those painful events. Remind yourself that God is present with all of us always, and he wills the birthing of great things from something we thought to be dead. So trust not with your eyes and human understanding, but with your heart. Remain steadfast in your faith. Trust in him as Joseph did. Joseph experienced pain and betrayal, but understood that the pain that he had undergone was meant for something greater, to save lives. And upon facing the very same brothers that caused him so much pain, He extended kindness, love, mercy, and generosity. And I know, I know this isn't an easy thing to do by any means, but I encourage you to strive to have a kind and generous heart. We should all strive for this. This isn't easy, I know that. But pray for those that have caused you pain and pray for the patience needed to wait on God to reveal his plans for you. God will always have your back and a trip down memory lane will be evident that he's always been with us every step of the way. So let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. Be encouraged, my love, and remain kind, loving, and humble. Don't jeopardize your character by stooping to the level of those that have hurt you. You got this. I promise you do. Do your best to extend grace as God does for us, and do your best to exercise humility as Christ did for us on the cross. Guilt and shame will eat at a person that you extend kindness to despite their mistreatment of you. So pray for them and release that pain. You deserve freedom and to live in joy, so please allow God to give that to you. It's not going to be an easy week. I know we'll most likely subconsciously slip into our old habits or thoughts. And if you recognize that you're doing so, have some grace for yourself and try to do better next time. Don't beat yourself up. You got this. Pray and ask God for his guidance and for strength. Blessings to you all. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving and I will see you next time. I just wanted to say a quick thank you to everyone that tuned in today for this week's devotional. And just a quick reminder that if you prefer to read and kind of follow everything by bullet point, I have everything in written form on my website. It's going to be under the faith tab titled weekly devotional. I think it's, I believe it's right under the Lexio Divina. But yes, thank you so much for everyone that tuned in. I pray over all of you that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I'm going to go ahead and end this episode with a prayer. So if you'll join me in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Father in heaven, creator of all and source of all goodness and love, please look kindly upon us and receive our heartfelt gratitude in this time of giving thanks. Thank you for all the graces and blessings you have bestowed upon us, spiritual and temporal, our faith and religious heritage, our food and shelter, our health, the loves we have for one another, our family and friends. Dear Father, in your infinite generosity, please grant us continued graces and blessings throughout the coming year. This we ask in Jesus' name, your Son and our Brother. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You